Warning, this channel uses explicit language and subject matter. Any political views do not reflect this channel's ideals, and any similarities to persons or places are coincidental. Listener discretion advised. You're listening to Maximo Horror. Alright guys, this is Maximum Horror, just letting you know that horror movies have a tradition of covering hot topic items, and on this podcast we plan on talking about them. If we make any jokes about them, or have a crude sense of humor, I just want to ensure you that we're not trying to make fun of anyone's religion or or political views, we're just here having fun. Alright, hello there guys, you're listening to Maximum Horror, and today we're going to talk about Evil Dead, and just random evil dead facts things we might have done it's a big movie there's a lot to there's a lot to cover on it so with me here i've got punk and go for it so for evil dead like you said there's just so much to talk about so wait before we even get into this let me explain to you guys we are not psycho we are just huge evil dead fans so kind of this one we're just going to kind of talk about the different things about evil dead part part you know evil dead part one evil Dead. Part two and Evil Dead the remake, kind of how how Evil Dead the remake incorporated part one and part two. This kind of why we're gonna go review both of those, see you know where 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 they held up, where they lacked, what you know what where what did they go, what did they do, how was that one better in comparison or worse, or what were your thoughts for the remake comparing the remake with the originals? So let's start off with one and that. Part one starts off with those, um, those, you can edit all this out, right? Okay, because I had it, and then I got nervous, because I was like, is it on? And I was like, wait, sorry. So part one starts off with the, you're just a group of kids out there, you know, hey, my cousin got this cabin, da-da-da-da-da, up here in the middle of nowhere woods. We're, let's go up there. Okay, so 20-year-olds get in. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys, a, in case you guys haven't seen I'm going to give you kind of a synopsis. For the first one, and then, you know, in regards to Max could do the second one, and then in regards to the remake. Um, so for the first one, group of kids get in a car. I know this cabin. Let's go out here. They go out there. And, you know, just looking to have a nice weekend. Find this book. You know, what would, what, I guess kind of what everyone else would do. No, no, but you Open it and screw around with it. You got to remember, though, the place is haunted before they even enter. Remember the little chair that's banging against the wall? And then that when he opens true. the door, it stops. So with that, do you think the place is haunted, or do you think the book is manifesting evil spirits? I think the book is manifesting. I think that book is manifesting. I do. I think that book is so powerful that it, it you know, definitely there are other be, other presences there. You know, obviously as the movie continues, you see that. Uh, you know, all the different kinds of demons, their names, and all that. So I know that that book draws demon power. But what I didn't understand about the swing is yes. When they pull up, the swing is banging, and as they approach the house, it stops banging. And they're just kind of like, huh, that's weird. I would have been out. I would have been out right there. Nope, I've seen a lot of movies. That's that's a bad sign. Oh, no, no. That's a bad sign (laughs) for any movie. Worse yet, you remember how they find the recorder to begin with? They're all sitting there, and the sister's freaking Uh, out, and she's drawing the book. When she's trying to draw the clock, and she's freaking out, and she's drawing the book. And then what happens? The damn... The door on the swings floor swings open. open. Yeah, like, the basement the door. Wind. 
They're like, it was the wind. Like, what? And you know what? I know we're talking about Evil Dead here, but I have to pull it in because there's already a couple times that I caught myself mentally referencing A Cabin in the Woods. It's kind of funny that they kind of, you know, highlight those aspects. Like, like, you know, like I said, the, the swing is banging on the door, uh, you know, in the front porch when they first get there and magically stops. And they saw that. And I thought that that was weird. They didn't pick up that was, they didn't pick up anything was, hmm, that's a red flag. No, just like, you know, in Cabin in the Woods, they talk no, about we'll that. we'll talk in about a Cabin comical, in the Woods later because they intentionally make fun in of a comical other movies. One, yes, but that one, that one's for future. We'll, we'll cover that one in a different, in a different topic as its own topic. But it's just interesting to see how even though that door was banging, you know, we were saying that book manifests evil spirits around it and that door, that thing is banging, okay. Then it stops, and then weird things kind of start happening, and then and then they read the book and release the real evil. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But so if that was the real evil, if that was the true evil, what was all this leading up to it? The creaking, the door blasting open, the girl's hand getting possessed. What if they hadn't at that point hadn't opened the book, hadn't revert, hadn't said those words? They didn't mess with the spiritual aspect of it yet. So. I thought that was kind of weird. Why, well, why would that I think happen? it's that the book wants to be found. It wants to be read. Because think about it. The thing, the, the attic, or sorry, the basement door swings open. They walk in there. It's pulling you in. It's yeah. pulling them in. I mean, did you take a look at that crazy knife they picked up too? That was a pretty cool knife. It was, but would you have picked up that I, crazy that, and that, and I was just about to say that. to begin with? I was just about to say that. That is... The stupidity in this movie, you know, I mean, it's a great movie, but my God. Oh, there was a lot of stupidity. There was a lot of stupidity. Why would you touch that? My favorite part is the, the stupid favorite part of me, for me, is Ash. When he falls into the shelf and the shelf falls on him. And and he's holding himself. Yes. And it happens like two, three times in the movie, not just once. I did notice. It it does, it does happen. He has trouble with shelves. It happens twice in the movie. (laughs) Where you know, you know that the demons is possessed someone. Something's going down. Ash gets pushed into a shelf. It happens twice in this movie. I know because I watched it recent. And he falls down the shelf. Of course, is a horror movie. Shelf has to fall on top of him. He puts one arm up through one of the shelves and is literally pinning himself down using his own weight, holding the shelf on top of himself. And it happens twice in the movie where Ash is like, "Oh, I can't, I can't help. I can't get to you." And he's literally holding himself down <laughs> with the shelf. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's just because, you know, it's a, it, keep in mind, this it is a very old movie. movie it, you it know, was the I, director's first movie, so. I think that had to do with a little bit more of, it, it was a new movie in its time. It was an older movie. Not the best actors, not the best budget. That's what they had. That's what they worked with. So I guess maybe, you know, I just thought it was kind of funny. But pertaining to the storyline, there were some very dumb characters in there. Like, you know what? The only one who made sense was the first one who got affected, the sister. No, no, no. you're going to go with the sister. I'm she gonna was go. the only one who made sense until everyone caught on. You know, I guess Ash had its stupid moments, but I think the sister had the least stupid moments. But the sister, when you think about it, was the first one to see something because she ran into the woods and she got raped by a tree. Yeah. I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure tree rape is enough to get all flags going. That's true. She was, you know what? And I'll give that to you. I'm a female, okay? I've been to the woods. I know what a tree branch looks like. If I was raped by a tree branch, 
I, I don't care how convincing my brother was. I am not staying there. We are leaving now. Okay, see, we do, are leaving they do now. Take off. You got to remember, yes, they, they do did. take off, but the bridge on Went the way out. in. What, and then there was just a big flood, there was just a big river going right there, and then the bridge was completely destroyed. And I remember that, but man. And then you know what? That's where that kind of movie is perfect because it's like you're stranded. You're at stuck that there, point. Yeah. you know. You're kind of stuck there, and uh, of course it's a, it's you know, it's not the movie A Cabin in the Woods, but it is a cabin in the woods. So what are you gonna do? You're surrounded by woods. There's a body of water around you because they're surrounded in that little area. I mean, at that point, first of all, props to that girl for running and walking the rest of that movie. After getting raped, <laughs> After by, getting a raped by a tree, <laughs> she continued to walk and run. You know what, props, because if I got raped by a tree, I probably would have just laid there and let the spirits take me at that point. I would have died right there in the field that day. But she, I felt like, you know, but she, she didn't warrant any of that. Nothing to that came to her. In fact... She was the only one that didn't who want to read the book. Was telling who was exactly who was so against messing with any of that stuff. And you know? she was the first. And one she was get. the first one who got, you know, you know, who got. But she the, gotta, you, know, you gotta love her spirit. reveal when she's a monster, though. My favorite, yes, yes my favorite. Because she makeup. starts doing the little card things: Ace of Spades, Queen of Diamonds, Ace of Spades, Ooh. freaking people out. Yes, and it's just so awesome. And they do that double voice when she shows around. And she comes up like the monster. She come, yeah, she's levitating, and then yeah. she's like, oh, and they got double the double voice, voice going. Yep. Yeah. Which, by the fact, this is a little interesting fact. For those of you who didn't know, the human voice, you know, in a lot of movies, they have two voices, dual voices, and you can hear that, usually in demonic movies. Well, believe it or not, that humans actually do have the ability to speak using two, two voices at the same time. It's just one of those things that it's like people who are, what is that, ambidextrous? It's rare. It's far and few that you find people who can do it, but that it, your voice does have the capability of doing that, just for those of you who didn't know. Pretty interesting stuff. Right. That's interesting. Yeah, but by far, the sister has to be my favorite, favorite demon of all of them. Her <laughs> first favorite demonite of all of them. She was, she was a pretty cool, but I, I, it, was, it was weird how... I don't understand how their skin got like decrepit. Yeah, because they're I love the I love the effect, but like, but what does being possessed have to do with the decrepit skin? I mean, they do that in a lot of. I mean, movies, Jesus Christ! This. I mean, you know, de I mean, Lucifer, demons. They they never heard of Jergens. I mean, put some lotion on that, man. <laughs> like, jeez, their skin is always cracked. Is always cracked and lacerated. And if it's lacerated due to scratches or whatever, okay, that's different. But I don't know. It bugged me. I loved. It bugged me how their skin was all discolored and all that. Or not bugged me, but just. I thought it was weird how it, how demons and not just with the evil so dead, the skin, but in the general. The skin bothered you, not the big bandaid across her forehead. That big bandaid was okay. <laughs> I what I really loved were her eyes. That's what I was just about to get into. With you know, with them being all discolored and their faces being all mangled, which I think has nothing to. I don't know why a demonic possession would have that physical effect on you, but I have to commend them for their makeup skills in that movie. Oh yeah, they did They did wonderful things with that movie. I totally agree. And I'm going to tell you the person that I agreed most with was the, the boyfriend, the blonde one. I can't remember his name. Ah, Scott. Scott? Yes, Scott. So I would have been most like Scott if I was in that situation. Because when you think about it... <laughs> he was the dick! But who, Ashley really didn't like 
try to kill anyone. Scott was the man of that action. Is, that, you know what? I'll give you that. He because was the man of action. He was. Scott was the man of action. And, and he was the one who's like, put her down. That is not natural. Put her down now or I will because I want to survive. And even in the movie, he literally says that. You guys are gonna do you, but I'm gonna survive, and that is literally what he said yeah, in the original he movie. He even kills his own girlfriend as a as a he showing of He chopped her that. down, yes. and he chopped her down, and he didn't. Oh, oh, my beautiful girlfriend, nope, and slowly slide the knife. Yep. No, he grabbed that axe and he hacked her up like there was no tomorrow. He, you wouldn't like have even he understood. told. He didn't fall for the emotional when they changed back to human to try to like make yeah, them feel sorry. Him, no, he said, nope, you're gone already. And he just yep. went at that, it. That demon tried to appeal to his better nature, and I'll tell you what, he didn't have one. But, it, you know, and he ended up, unfortunately, he ended up dying because, you know, he, he goes got out. By the trees. He got killed by the trees. He got killed by the forest, which is another indicator of. That's another reason you can't leave. I wonder know. if he got raped too, but they never said anything about it. I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I don't know. Maybe that ghost. Does, maybe that ghost goes that way too. We don't know. Ghosts need love too. At least it explains why he came back limping and the sister. Oh, it was it. fine. <laughs> she was used to it. Uh, that was her average Friday night. What you talk about? But yeah, he ended up coming back all dead. Pretty much, he died because he was all cut up from the trees and all that. He. Which was kind of weird, because I thought, like you said, with that mentality, he did have the best, you know, the motivation to survive, the will to survive. You know, yeah, I will get like, through this. He was you know? the last one to die, though. So he did make it pretty it. far, yeah, that is right. Because then that's when Ash started losing his insanity, was when Scott had died. Because at that point, his sister was already possessed, but he didn't have the heart to kill her. She was locked in the, the oh, you can't, that's, that's iconic. You can't beat that locked in the basement, just looking the up. The face coming out yes. right there, yep, that, that one was a big one. Which is kind of funny because in my garage we have a, like we have a toolbox sitting on, on the corner of our garage, but it's just ever so slightly where there's kind of some darkness underneath. And I can't tell you, like I could tell you guys, it gives me goosebumps looking at it because I always feel like I'm gonna see her going up and down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, under that space between you the, know? the toolbox yes, and the floor. Yes, yes. So yes. you've seen that space between the toolbox. Yeah. It's a dark little spot, and I know it's not a little door that swings open. There's not actually a basement down there, but it looks like I'm just waiting for this girl to start. Yeah, yeah. You and know, this, coming out, this screaming right there. This is something I want to pick up too. Is that Ash loves his sister more than his girlfriend? And I'm gonna say this because when his girlfriend changes. He slaps the hell out of her. The sister gets locked and put away safely. Mm -hmm. The girlfriend gets slapped and beaten up and all kinds of stuff. And you know what I didn't understand was uh, was that the girlfriend, she got infected. You know, I remember she went to go help out the sister, and the sister stabbed her in the ankle. And then yeah. the ankle got infected, and that's how she got. Well, I don't really say it's, like, infected because it's just a demon. Yeah, that's how it's it just a demon. entered her but body. That, but that's how the demon entered her body because, you, you know, in the movie they show her ankle gets, like, it starts to, lines yeah, everywhere. it starts to, you know, turn all ugh, nasty and demonic. So then she turns into, uh, you know, one of those, one of those evil spirits. And although her ankle was cur like completely, because you know, totally shoved the pencil through her ankle, she's definitely not using that ankle. But being that they had this demonic strength, they had levitation, they had, you know, the the you know, being able to lift things using their spiritual ability. I don't understand how that character didn't cause more damage. I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? She just popped up randomly laughing. Yeah, and she just kind of sat. And that was like her biggest role, like kind of her only role, was that she kind of like sat there laughing her head off and Ash's 
going crazy trying not, you know, to listen to her. But, but other than that, she didn't really offer much to the maybe story. Maybe that's what it was. Know? It's the psychological because, you know, the Evil Dead is a big combination of, like, mutilation along with the psychological that they could always transform back into their, into your loved one and play the part. Yeah, that's true because, you know, and she did, she did do that kind of, you know, psychology trick on him and try to start crying, oh, Ash, oh, it hurts so much, you know. And, and it's interesting when they do that because I think, personally, I'm a sucker, and even understanding it's a demonic possession or, you know, that person isn't really who they say that they are, I think I'd fall for it, to be honest. I, I think I would. I think I would have just killed I, you. I would have been I would have just killed you. <laughs> I would have been the guy with the axe. Wham! <laughs> I'm telling you guys, you got, you know, if you don't have time to watch the movie, at least Google that on YouTube. Scott kills girlfriend, Evil Dead. It's hilarious the way he chops her down with the axe. And to, even though it's a horror movie, you know, this is an older movie, so the effects when he whacks her down, you can tell it's a doll. It is, it's a little on the cheek. It's very cheesy, but it's hilarious. But I love that movie. Oh, yeah. I take it in for what it is, but that's a good part. When, wham, he goes at her with the axe. I don't think I have that in me. I, I don't think I do. See, and this movie is why I don't trust my sister anymore. If anything evil ever happens, she's on her own. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my well, God. I got Negan over here to help me. Well, think about when the sister finally breaks out of the attic, all the, all the chaos she causes, too. When she broke out, I don't remember when she broke out. I remember she came out because he went back. And the, the oh, thing was blown see, open. Yes. And I remember that she was out, but... Um, oh, because he has to go down there first. Because you know what? I keep getting it confused with the, with the remake. Uh, I remember the remake, which... I, they changed their names because it's not Ashley yeah, and Scott. It's Mia it, or yeah, it's like Mia. It's different characters. But I'm just going to reference them as, as Ash and Scott just because I... A, I don't remember what their, what their names are in the remake. Oh, we'll just and B, describe what it's they the same like. character. It's the same we'll character. Describe what they look like. Well, they kept the same characters for the both. Yeah, I think they did. They gave yeah. a little bit more, like, a little bit more personality in the remake. I think those characters got a little bit more personality than in the original. Because in the remake, you know, we know Mia, who is, is Ash's sister. She's a drug addict, you know, and all that. We know that the, the, the female, she, the, she was a nurse or something like that. One, and then Scott, the... In the, the new one, hippie guy was the blonde hair hipster. hippie guy uh, that, was that guy fits the most teacher, people nowadays, you know. I think. But but it, it but it was cool how they kept true to the story for the most part. You know that blonde-haired hippie guy was the guy who was like, "We are getting this done. We are killing these guys, yeah, and we are getting out." He's also the one that you know? started. Oh, he like in the original. In, in the go, original, the one that yes, everything. they are both. So the original, the blonde guys, you know, in the original Scott in the remake, I can't remember what his name is, but they both are the fighters. They both come out, you know, they're both the first ones to solve. Oh, yeah. You know what? And now that I remember clearly, they they are the ones who opened that can of worms to they begin with. Do, they both begin it. They, yeah, that's right. That's right. They both are the ones who find the book, open the book. And, you know, and a lot of that, you know, of course, scary movies have to have, you know, a stupid character. That just, initially sets that, everything that sets off. Everything it just needs off. to happen. It needs to happen. But, you know, I think with, like, then there's unnecessary, you know, so we don't look at the, the initial thing that gets, you know, the whole ball rolling. We don't ever judge that part because that is, it is essential to the storyline, you know. They had to open the book. But aside from opening the book, that uh, doesn't mean that I'm not entitled to say that was a very, very stupid decision. And then events oh, no. after that the, the are remake, stupid decisions, the remake, you know. 
the remake is even a dumber decision well, than I the original. No, the remake's a dumber decision than the original. Because I get it. It's their family cabin. They actually own it in the remake. But the basement is filled with dead cats and a burnt-up post where they burnt the lady in the beginning. Squatters? Yeah, but... But they had said they hadn't been there in years. Yeah, but still, a bunch of dead cats hanging from the ceiling of your basement, what do they do? They cut them down, throw them away, and keep acting uh, yeah, like normal. Yeah, you know what? That's pretty That would have been a super huge yeah, one. I probably would have... You know what? I would have dipped out. The difference between how that one began that. and how the original began is way different. That is true. It did, you know. So, I mean, like, for the most part, it did stay pretty much on track. The same amount of characters, kind, kind of. I know that in the original, the sister dies a couple of times because he resuscitates her. But for the, the most part, they the original, stuck to the same characters, kind of have the same fate, for the most part. But it's that the remake, you got to remember, incorporates a lot of part two, which I think we should that, talk about more before we go into the remake. That is true. That is true. All right. All right, guys, well, this is Maximum Horror, so stick with us, and we're going to get you part two coming soon, all right? All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. This is my first episode. Sorry if the editing was a little off, but I'm going to try to get better at it. So stick around for more episodes, and you know you're listening to Maximum Horror.